Head Pro Football Ireland, Monday Morning Football. Michael McQuaid, Michaela Fagan, Mr. Connor Mangan also joining us pre-Sunday Night Football. Is anybody going to sing the Sunday Night Football theme song? No, we'll just go straight into it. No, it's like... Is that the Oh, I can't do it's, that. It's, it's, it's Carrie like Clarkson. It's, it's your woman that won American Idol back in the day. Carrie Underwood. Car- Carrie Underwood, yeah. Bring back I can't American do, Idol. I, I can't do country, Michael. I particularly can't do country at, you know, 1 a.m. Irish time. Well, it's only 7.47 Eastern. Anyway, let's let's is, jump into the first segment in this. Uh, happy Monday morning to everyone watching slash listening. Presented by 888 Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. I said in the previous podcast segment, there's a spider beside me and it's coming towards my leg. So if we don't get through this segment, that is why. Talking about things people might not get through in terms of going into a flex of a conversation here. Brandon Steely may not get through the next week in Los Angeles. Now, the, the, the Chargers chargered big time and that's the best way to describe it. However, Michaela, I'll start off with you losing 27 to 24. The key for me is this Chargers team giving up 27 points when Brandon Steely is supposed to be classed as a defensive mastermind. Now, I'll rant for 30 seconds and I'll give you the floor here. But Brandon, there is a rumor going around on social media, on Twitter slash X. There is a screenshot of an email saying that Steely is on his last legs in LA and apparently he may lose his job either this week or next week. The Chargers defense allowed the Titans to score 27 points. It's the first time since week 11 last season that Tennessee scored more than 22 points in the game. I find that's that hard to believe for a start. In that time, in, in, in that time since, the Titans averaged 15 points per game. And you're looking at a team where Justin Herbert flew for over 300 yards, two touchdowns. The defense on the day of that and down. And frankly, Michaela, that is at default of Mr. Brandon Steely. What was your thoughts on this game? Because it was a, it was it was an interesting game. It wasn't as fun as uh, some of the games we talked about already, but and how the Chargers fan have got it 0-2. Yeah, I'm good as well because Justin Herbert is easily a top five quarterback in this league. He deserves to be on a team that's going to the playoffs every year. And I was watching it on Red Zone and my girlfriend could tell you that every time Justin Herbert made a good pass, I was cheering him on that is not my team, but I just love, he's like a Joe Burrow. I just love Justin Herbert. I think everyone really likes him. I think he's a great guy. He's a great quarterback. You know, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen had an amazing game as well. And it was funny because you wouldn't think the defense lost in that game because the the pressure up front on Tannehill was actually very good and they were getting a few sacks on him. So the fact that the Tennessee Titans won that game, I was actually very surprised but I completely agree and I was texting it to you guys during the game. I said, Herbert needs to get out or Brandon Staley needs to be fired because it, I'm sorry, you can't waste talent like Justin Herbert. You know, if it was the Bengals and the Bengals were kind of, I know the Bengals are the same record as well, but at least the Bengals have made it to a Super Bowl. The Bengals go far in the playoffs. You know, the Chargers done this last year. They got knocked out by the Jaguars when they were winning and they came around and lost the game last year. The Jaguars probably shouldn't have bet them, but they did. Um, I think that was that crazy game where Trevor Lawrence threw like four interceptions and then four touchdowns or something like that. Um, Again, you know, probably the defense letting them down. But, you know, it just, I feel so bad for Herbert and other talent like Keenan Allen and, you know, Khalil Mack and stuff like that. They just, they deserve better coaching. And I think, you know, I hope that emails probably sounds really bad. I hope that emails right because I think they just, they just should just bring someone else in while the season's still fresh. 
you know, while Herbert and everyone's still kind of healthy, just bring someone else in and actually give them a decent chance to go far because it wasn't, it was only not last season, the season before that you were saying they were going to win the Super Bowl and no one's saying that at the moment. So I'm never going to let you lift that down, by the way. But no one's saying that at the moment. But I do think, you know, with a quarterback like Herbert, they should be in consideration for that conversation. I'll add fuel to the fire and say, I said Rams get back to the Super Bowl playing the Chargers. Um, and it didn't happen. But I called the Rams winning in their ground the year before. So I'll take that for the next decade and say no more. Uh, Connor, like very quickly, I do want to mention the Titans because I feel like it's going to be a Chargers dominated chat here. Ryan Tannehill gets over the line. Decent enough performance. Uh, Derek Henry at 80 yards in the day. It felt like a coming out ceremony for Traylon Burks for his career. Like, welcome to the NFL, Traylon. Uh, really, really good performance. Didn't score a touchdown. I think he had 80 yards receiving on three no. carries, which was interesting. Um, so welcome to him, to the NFL, in, in one sense, for this season. Let's get down to the business here. I don't know if you've seen, Connor, the, uh, the post-game presser with Staley. And the reporter asked him, what's different about this in the Jacksonville game last year? And he lost the head. Like, he literally lost the head. So I'm I'm intrigued. I can take on board with Michaela saying I think we might be like a week early in terms of getting rid of him. I feel like two weeks in it would be a wee bit unfair in him in the sense that like he needs a bit more time. It's an eight, it's a seventeen game season, eighteen week season. You've got you've got an AFC West there where the Raiders are now one and one. And folks, we're not going to have time to talk about the Raiders and the Bills. We will on Monday night nine o'clock before people start going mad at us, but. The Raiders are one and one. The Broncos are one two. They have a significant opportunity there to try and crawl back a bit in the West. They have not played Kansas City yet. Kansas City are a great team, but they're still a wee bit rusty on the injury front. Travis Kelsey did not look the full shilling, but they still got the job done in Jacksonville. Uh, but for me, Connor, they play the Vikings next week, and that's two zero and two teams. That is a huge game. I was taking the mick out of it online, calling it like WrestleMania once in a lifetime. But it's serious because. The Vikings need to win, and by God, the Chargers need to win. And that game is in Minnesota. It's going to be electric next Sunday. And I feel, for me, if Steely was to go 0-3, that has to be it. Now, we're, we're, we're not going to preview the game, per se, Connor, but just your thoughts on that performance from the Chargers and any Titans stuff as well that you have. Yeah, I think when you have someone like Derrick Henry, who uh, looks like Derrick Henry, runs like Derrick Henry, is insanely talented like Derrick Henry. You always kind of have a chance. And Tannehill, although probably past his peak, is very accurate too. But the Chargers remind me of if you're on your way to uh, a really special date or maybe it's work or something and you have to get there on time, you absolutely have to get there on time and you go on and you see a massive traffic jam and you're like, oh no, I'm never going to make it on time. I'll take this shortcut. And you know in your head the shortcut's actually going to be longer than the way you were going, but you just don't want to sit in traffic. Like the Chargers remind me of a team like where I'm just, I, I, I think they should win, but they're definitely not going to win. Like I think I'm going to make it to this date and time. I think I'm going to make it to work on time, but I'm definitely not going to make it to work on time. And the Chargers just, I, I look at them and all I see, kind of like probably you too, Michaela, all I see is Justin Herbert. And the rest of them, I just don't feel like they're pulling their weight for whatever reason or just don't have the belief or just don't have the mental capacity to get through it and then I look at the Titans and I'm like yeah just give the ball to Derrick Henry there you go like job done like what like what's the option for the Chargers I just like I I always felt like they were gonna in that fourth quarter they were gonna lose the game 
That's um, let's jump on because we have a few things to talk about. But I've I've, en- I've enjoyed this analysis, and I will say that the first thing I thought of when he said about the different direction is that going from our Arma to Calvin through the back roads when you go over the border, there are far too many entrances and roads that I didn't know existed that go over apparently a land border. If you agree with that or not, we're thirty five minutes into the podcast. Don't hate me if you don't agree with me. It's all about the crack. Love you all. Right. Anyway. Before I get in trouble here, Cardinals Giants, we need to talk about this. And this is only because I did not think come half time we're going to talk about this. Giants were down by what, 27 or something in the third quarter? Or 21 or 27? I don't, I don't even know anymore. Anyway, the, like the Giants were absolutely atrocious, Michaela, in the first half. 20 to zip down. Awful. Absolutely god awful against a team that, frankly, nobody thought would even get 20 points to the board. Never mind when the game, like, you know, obviously Mark and Jason, people know by now, are big Cardinals fans. They've been very, very down in the team this year. And I don't think anybody expected them to win. I know, and I know you picked the Cardinals um, to win the game. You weren't that far off in the end. But for me, Michaela, I like it. Look, it was, a, it was a superb comeback. Daniel Jones done very, very well in the second half. Um, we're still not sure what happened to Saquon at the end, but look, fair play to the Giants for coming back. They've got a big game Thursday night against the Niners, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. And Cardinals, it was it was a weird game. Like, there's no point in saying it otherwise. I just don't see the Cardinals winning the game now. That was their one chance. I am actually so annoyed that they lost because I was the only one out of the lot of us to pick the Cardinals because I thought Washington would basic I quick thing about Washington I don't know how Washington are 2-0 but anyway the Cardinals should have won tonight you can score I think it was they had it they definitely had at least 14 unanswered points and people were like oh no here we go again the New York Giants you know are they gonna get shut out and the Cardinals were just battering them on every front offense defense Josh Dobbs actually had great plays he got his first running touchdown I think of his NFL career he's making great passes and I literally thought that game was finished once Arizona got to a certain number of points I thought there's no way the New York Giants came back and not gonna lie I dozed off I woke up and it was 28 all and I was just kind of like oh my Jesus because I again I I jinxed them I think I jinxed them because I sent it into our chat and I said Oh, looks like I was right pricking the Cardinals and then the Cardinals go ahead and lose by three points. If anything, I'd be more, I'd be upset as both fan bases because the Cardinals probably realistically should have bet Washington last week and they should have bet the New York Giants this week. They could easily be 1-1 one one or at least 2-0, and oh, but instead they're 0-2 because they just can't finish out the games. They start well, but then they just let the other teams come back in and Washington and New York Giants aren't good enough to do that to be honest you know I think the Giants fans and the Giants coaching staff and the players have to really look at themselves because I know they came back and won the game but you're talking about people who have power ranked them 32nd in the league and you were saying they're tanking for Caleb Williams and stuff like that so yeah you you did a go you did a great comeback for the New York Giants but you did it against probably the worst team in the NFL who does not have any high caliber player on their team so 
I'm I'm just raging to be honest because I still think the Cardinals deserve the win. I don't think the Giants did, but fair play to them, they came back. But they should be worried for the rest of the season when they actually play top end teams. The only reason for me that I would not disagree, but I'd say I think the Giants deserve the win is because the Cardinals completely break the bed at the end. I, I think if you were talking third quarter and they sort of went through that stretch a wee bit, there was two opportunities in fourth down that the Cardinals should have really stopped them. Or sorry, in third down, they didn't going into the fourth, going into the fourth quarter. I mean, Connor, um, it, it's just a really, really weird one because what, what exactly are the New York Giants? And the general consensus going from Mark and Jason is, and not just them two lads, I mean, that are in Ireland, but there's people in Phoenix, uh, PHNX, outlet in Phoenix and many other people going by the home crowd today in State Farm that they are tanking and was that first half meant to be like a look what we can do sort of situation because it's not impressive and like it's just it's starting to annoy me it's like why would you do that for two quarters and then just completely switch off like that they actually did it they actually oh. did it for six quarters Michael they were the first team since 1992 to not score a single point in the first six oh, the quarters Giants, yeah, yeah. Of the NFL 1992 yeah, that's right. Okay. They're a little bit like, you know, the New York Giants today where they were a little bit like Harry Potter. No matter how bad it looked, they just figured out a way to beat Voldemort. They just did it. They just got it done in the end. And it was it was insane how, how it actually went down. But you know what? It all came down to having great special teams. Graham Gano, field goal uh, kick to win the game, 31-28. High pressure kick, especially when you're after coming back like that. The last thing you want to do is miss the thing. So it's been a great week for some kickers. Uh, great way for a punter Daniel Whelan and that game was if you just watched the third and fourth quarter it was amazing it was it was it was fantastically exciting the one thing I am worried about which you touched on is Quan Barkley definitely worried about him he was limping off did not look great could just be a really bad dead leg I've no idea I haven't seen anything but that would be my absolute biggest worry because the last thing you want to do is depend on Daniel Jones let's uh, talk about this game and then we will do an AOB where people can shout out their one topic. So we feel like we've mentioned as many teams as possible. If we've missed your team, live at nine, Monday evening, Jeff Reinbold. I feel acid reflux, so I'm going to start talking again properly. Rams Niners was a really, really cool game because I thought that, I said it on the previous show, I said it on the podcast, I think last week as well, McKeeler, a very impressive performance by the Rams in week one. A team that, Many analysts thought were tanking, both financially and on, you know, just on the way that they played in the field. Went into Seattle last week and had a very, very good performance. And for most of the game today, they backed it up. They looked like a team that could be competitive this year. Look, the Niners are on a different level. They go 2-0. But when you've got Kyron Williams again starting to be that guy for the for, for Rams that can sort of be that bell cow running back, and when you've got Puka Nakua and 2-2, Puka especially looking so good on the offense, Amazing, amazing, unreal. And I've got, I've got the um, as I multitask and as I talk, you know, you you almost think, you know, where where is Cooper Cup? You don't need him at the minute. Most receptions through the first two career games in NFL history, Puka Nakua of all time. Not one of these made up statistics. That's of all time, which is amazing. And I, I couldn't even like. I couldn't even pronounce his name last week. Michaela, the, the Niners look unreal. They put the Giants in various night football, which we'll talk about in a few days. Enjoyable game, and Levi South never fails to live up to the bill in SoFi. Yeah, I don't... I To be honest, I was kind of low on the Rams at the start of the season. And when you think about it, it's kind of like, why would you be? They're, you know, they're recent Super Bowl winners. 
they have one of the best receivers in the league. They have Cooper Cup. They have a top 10 quarterback in Stafford. They have one of the best coaching staffs. So it's kind of odd how bad they were last season. I know Stafford suffered an injury and kind of people just wrote them off since. So, But, you know, Stafford's back. They have their starting quarterback um, back who won them a Super Bowl ring. So maybe I should reevaluate myself and be why was I so low on these guys? Um, so, but to be fair, I was actually very shocked that they were so close in the game to the 49ers because honestly, the 49ers are a top five team in the league. They're, I think they're tied best in the NFC with the Eagles. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the Super Bowl this year, but I will say like, honestly, I think Christian McCaffrey is, if we're talking about MVPs who aren't quarterbacks, He's an MVP. He could he could easily win the MVP if he continued. Well, not easily. It's hard to win the MVP if you're not a quarterback. But he would be in real high considera- consideration like Justin Jefferson was last year. He is just unbelievable. He can do anything. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Every time you give him you give him possession of the pigskin, he's, he's going to do something. You know, he's going to make a play for you. And I really, really hope he stays healthy for the whole season he did have health issues at Carolina but he seemed okay when he traded to the 49ers last year so hopefully this year he can stay completely healthy healthy and if he does you're looking at offensive player of the year easily for Christian McCaffrey Connor many different angles there for Michaela I, I would add to that and say I think people were sort of a miss last year like you know there was a lot of things going on yes the Stafford injury Connor and a lot of questions were being asked there were even questions being asked in late August will he ever be the same mm-hmm. again He's come mm-hmm. out, he's proved that wrong already. I, I certainly didn't think that Tutu and Bakua would be would stretch this team. Sean McVay has got a team there financially. 2024 is very interesting for them. I think the Cowboys might be up there with the Niners. I'm just going to put that out there. But the Niners look so special, man, don't they? They look so good. Mr. McQuaid, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say, I, and I also think, just go, go back to the start, I think the Rams yes. definitely arrived. The Rams definitely arrived. Michaela, you're absolutely bang on. Did not expect him to be in this game against San Francisco. When you look what San Francisco have, people Samuel, Chris McCaffrey is probably, you know, top three, top five players in the NFL. Like, throughout. Like, there's him, there's DK Metcalf, there's a few quarterbacks. But, like, he's always up there. He's absolutely amazing. Um, just class to watch. And I thought the Rams just came up against that and did really, really well. And they really, they really put it to them. So um, at one point, I was like, I was like, okay, here comes San Francisco again. They're going to blow through a massive lead. Rams aren't going to go to be here. And then all of a sudden, we're like a one-score game. You know, 30, it finishes up 30-23. And, you know, you're like, geez, Rams are like right there the whole way. And also, the Cowboys look outstanding. Their defense is there. Same as San Francisco, excellent defense. They got loads of weapons. Dak Prescott's actually playing great. Um, they, they... Always for me, the Dallas Cowboys last few seasons are kind of like what the Chargers have been. They're kind of that team that you're like, yeah, like they have a lot of talent, but why aren't they winning? Like, why can't they get to a fourth quarter and be like, you know what? We're going to win this thing no matter what it takes. We're going to get into this game, and whatever you are, O line, D line, whoever it is, special teams, we're going to win this game. I just never saw that from the Cowboys. But these first two games, they look absolutely electric, and frankly, they they kind of look a little bit unbeatable. Oh, he said it. He said it. Right. Let's 
Let's just say this right now. We'll talk about more Monday night, 9 o'clock. Well, tonight, 9 o'clock, because it's Monday, in case you're sitting in your car, going to work, going, Jesus, what day or what time it is. It's Monday, the 18th of September, and a warm welcome to everyone listening to this. Appreciate your support, folks. Please like, share, subscribe, all the good stuff. AOB, to finish off, I'm going to make two. I was going to make one point. Just AOB, any other business, or anything that we haven't mentioned that we should mention. Um, firstly, this started, this recording started before the Broncos game ended. So just to let you both know that the Broncos were down 35 to 27. There was a Hail Mary from the 40-yard line, 40-yard line of the Broncos. The Broncos got the touchdown, they hit off three guys, and the guy catch it in the end zone. And I've got his name in front of me. And then they missed the two-point conversion to go to overtime. I I just have to say that fandom aside, I just it's like the Accrington Stanley manager, that meme where it's like I'm I'm just slowly falling out of love with football. I just don't care anymore. I, I've got to that point now where I'm like, that's how I feel. And secondly, because people will be on to us if we don't mention this, yes, the Cowboys are class. They are class. But so are the Buffalo Bills. And Jimmy Garoppolo, for a straight man, seeing Jimmy Garoppolo walk into that stadium earlier on, I tell you what, I mean, <laughs> the guy just oozes class. Michaela, AOB, what do you reckon? Is there anything we haven't talked about that you need to get off your chest? I will say that looking at the score of the Jacksonville Jaguars game and the Kansas City Chiefs the Chiefs are we did kind of touch on it they were nowhere near as good as they were you know Chris Jones came back in and they had Kelsey and they still didn't put up as enough enough points that they needed to and you know they had Sky Moore Canaries Tony actually played decent and you know what it was I actually didn't realize that forgive me if I say his name wrong Eric Bienemy Eric whatever whoever you um, say his second name yes you're, you're um, spot on i didn't know he went to the commanders i completely so when i saw him on the commander's sideline during the Broncos game i was like ah that makes sense they don't have the offensive coordinator that got well, that helped them win two rings so i'd be kind of worried now you know it could be the new offensive coordinator the reason why the the chiefs lost to the lions and why they didn't put enough points up against um the jaguars and I will say this, I'm a broken record always talking about him, but Indeed. Baker Mayfield, I was cheering him on every time he was on Red Zone. I was like, go on, Baker, oh, make the show. Ama- he was yeah. amazing, Michaela. He was amazing. He needs, How bad he's the playing Bears. so well, and he's the reason. What? He was one of the reasons I picked to support the Browns, so I always wanted to see him do well. I'm glad I didn't decide to support whatever team he moved to next because he's obviously moved around. But I do like the Buccaneers. And he's actually playing well. This is what he needed. He needed structure. He needed to be with guys who have been on the team for a couple of years. He needed elite wide receivers. He has that in Godwin and Evans. And he's actually playing very well now. And I am so happy for him. I'm actually so excited. And if he keeps this up, he could have won. He's not going to win it now because of Damar Hamlin, which is fair enough. But he easily could have won comeback player of the year. Uh, this year if he keeps this play up because he's honestly playing very well when everyone had written the books off um, I'll say one thing in Kansas City it's mad that we haven't talked about Jags Kansas City but Connor I guess that's because the game wasn't great uh, Matt Nagy is the OC at the minute yeah Eric Biannimi for people that aren't aware as Michaela drops off I'm sure she'll come back must be internet troubles uh, Eric Biannimi is now in Washington for me Nagy like Nagy's gonna like, it, like, it, it doesn't matter if me or you're standing there it's Patrick Mahomes that's why I yeah. see it. Anything that we haven't talked about? Um, yeah, I wanted to kind of highlight something, obviously coming from my own background, just what I'm seeing there all the time. Last season, week one, probably all the way to week three, everyone was talking about kickers. 
there was like 19 field goals missed in week one last season. Everyone was talking about the kickers. This week, not only, well, this season, not only do we have an Irish punter there, Daniel Whelan, doing an absolutely amazing job, and he's holding like a monster, perfect holds. Not only are we doing all that, but kickers are doing fantastic. Nick Folk, excellent game winner. He absolutely crushed it for the Titans, and that was not an easy field goal. Uh, my buddy, Young Way Koo, same thing for 25-yard line. And Dallas, this is part of the reason why Dallas really do have I that team like and why I said they're kind of on. If you've got three minutes, talk about Dallas, because I feel like we need to talk about them. So well, I just like, uh, they, they are so good, but just to stay on this point and you can switch right over to your point. The Brandon Aubrey is their kicker this year and they've, they've had troubles. Dallas, like going down the last few years, they've had troubles. They had Zerloin, they got injured and all sorts of stuff. They brought Brett Maher for a while. Brandon Aubrey never played in an NFL game. He only started playing uh, USFL two years ago, which is pro football. He was a soccer player before that. Nailed a 55-yarder halfway up the net it hit. The thing would have made it from about 65. Could not be happier for him. And I think Dallas have all these pieces coming together. And I'm sure this is what you want to talk about. But like what struck me today was obviously loved, loved watching Brandon play, but their defense and the speed of their defense was just something else. That was a Michaela whose laptop died for people on the video. Uh, facts for that. Thanks, Michaela. <laughs> like the big question mark is going to be Doc. Like when we get to December, what are the Cowboys going to be like? But when you see Juice and when you see Tony Pollard, man, and just CD at a dead. Like CD Lamb at 140 yards, didn't score a touchdown. But the, the transition now with McCarthy, Colin Bess, you can see the difference. And now yeah. I don't want to say it because it's week two, but imagine the Super Bowl in Vegas with the Cowboys. Oh my Christ, not one of us is going to get into it. that. Said I it. said it. I said it, but. Uh, We'll be there. We'll be there the whole week. Maybe you can pop over for that, Connor. We'll, we'll, we'll see absolutely. No, they've 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 a lot going for them. Like their return or Turpin as well is absolutely electric now. Uh, I thought they punted really well from today. They didn't give him any space, but he's also fast as can be. He's amazing. So yeah, like I'm, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a massive Dallas Cowboys fan. Like I've never really been all wholeheartedly into the team. But geez, they're fun to watch. Oh my god. Like, I thought because of the rain, maybe last week, New York Jets, Rodgers goes down. Or no, sorry, they're playing Giants, sorry. It's raining, they're doing all that sort of stuff. Playing down Joe's in the first game. Con Barkley didn't really do much. I'm like, maybe it's a bit of a, a bit of a bleep. Maybe Giants just didn't play that good and it made Dallas look really, really good. But no, like, they, they are the real team. Like, them, the 49ers look amazing at the moment. Yes, sir. They look amazing. And you know what's amazing? The thought of my sofa, a duvet. And Sunday Night Football. Can I, can I just thank everyone that's listened to this because this was our most listened to podcast last week. Collectively, the one that me and Michaela done the week, the one that me and you done as well. Looking forward to this. It's going to be a good crack over the next few weeks. We will do this either recorded or we'll do it live after the London games when I get into bed at some point. But we'll have some crack. We're, we're good every week. Connor, thanks a million for your help, man, and for doing this. We appreciate you. Um, thank you, Michael. Folks, yeah, absolutely. And folks, thanks for 88 Sport, official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK that will help us get to maybe see Dak Prescott listen Lombardi in a few months <laughs> just trying to just trying to trigger people now uh, here I would I'd, I'd rather see Daniel Whelan but obviously obviously right it could happen at some point Jordan Love looks good uh, for now give me a mug EOA uh, well good morning more EOA <laughs> to you Connor but good morning to everyone uh, we'll be back at 9 o'clock Monday two podcasts from that on Tuesday morning and then we'll have our season pre- or season preview or week three preview on the Thursday morning, a couple of Jets. And we might have something interesting being announced this week.
Game changing? Potentially. We're 55 wink, minutes wink. nobody cared. Wink, wink. This guy hasn't got a clue, but we'll have him off camera. Good night. God bless. Chat to you soon, folks. Pro football out.